everybody! Hello again and welcome back to another episode of the What You Put With Me, Jean-Luc Wilk. Let's make some noise, get amped up wherever you are. It's time to get excited for another edition on this rainy, dreary, macabre Friday. We got a hurricane coming through Florida and up through the Carolinas. Hope everybody I know in South Carolina is safe. Hopefully it don't come too far inland in North Carolina that I don't get swept away so I won't be able to do this show that I love doing for you the beautiful people so again we pray for everybody's safety but if you're able to listen in these uh, 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 potentially dangerous times to the show hopefully I'm able to brighten your day and make things just a little better just a tad uh, uh, less um, um, uh, uh, worrisome and to ease your mind and give you something to chew on as we talk about today's topics for uh, the World Report, sports specifically in the NBA. Preseason has gone underway, and it's again the NBA season is ramping up. Oh, I've been waiting on this for so long. Oh, I'm so excited. The Wizards just played the Warriors over in Tokyo, I believe it's Tokyo, somewhere in Japan. We're going to talk about the outcome of that and what I think is going to happen for the Warriors come next season. But... Stop everything. That's not the biggest story that we need to talk about. The main story for today, Ime Udoka, the coach, or maybe should I say soon-to-be former coach of the Boston Celtics, got caught cheating. What the world? My goodness, can you believe it? Oh, right, well, well, actually, if you, if you follow the NBA, if you follow sports for a number of years, you know this isn't a major shot in terms of this happening in the sports world, uh, the, the, the faithful seem to be uh, 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 surprisingly few and far between, to say the least. I'm not saying everybody, but in this situation, uh, uh, somebody, uh, a good soldier, seemingly has fallen by the wayside. Yes, <laughs> Ime Udoka, who is engaged, if I remember correctly, if I had my reports correctly, engaged to Nia Long, has cheated. With allegedly, but I think it's been confirmed by now, uh, the VP of Finances for the Boston Celtics, or at least, or if not him, somebody higher up, cheated on, cheated on his fiance, Nia Long, with a staffer on the Boston Celtics who was who was married to somebody in the higher ups of the Boston Celtics management. So it's a whole mess, a spider's web of 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 befuddlement, utter ridiculousness. What the world is going on in Boston? Lord have mercy! Great day in the morning. Oh, ooh, ooh, this is just just taking over everything. But the main thing that we need to touch on, the 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 the, the main thing, is the fact that is he going to keep his job? That's the biggest question. And let me tell you something right now. No, he's not. That's, 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 no, he is not. Hey, absolutely he is not. Again, everything I've said is right now, what I've confirmed to be true. Hopefully, by the time of this recording, more stuff hasn't <clears throat> come out and, 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 and hasn't gotten developed as time goes on. But at the moment in time, this is where we stand in terms of Ime Udoka and the Boston Celtics. He's been put on suspension for the entire year. Potentially, I believe, actually not potentially, I believe it's indefinitely as well. So he could go beyond this season. And he hasn't gotten fired. 
But all signs are pointing to he's most likely going to get fired by the end of the year, if not sooner, because of the amount of just backlash that the Boston Celtics are getting. But the 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 the, the, the because this is going on right now. Right now, they've they've hired an an an, an interim coach, James uh, something I believe. In fact, let me make sure I have his name correct for the Because Right now, Boston is going through. So many changes, so many changes in such a short amount of time. And this is a really big kind of a, a shift for a team that just made the NBA Finals and was looking to be a real threat to get back there come next season. So you want to talk about enriching the system of, of the Boston Celtics. This is a big problem. This is a huge problem for them. Because right now, they are really, they are in, 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 they're, they're in limbo at the moment. Joe, Joe Mazzula is the new, is the new interim coach right now for the, for, for the Celtics. As they go through this, 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 this issue, he's supported lightly in terms of what he made up. So Joe Mazzula is a new coach. For now, for the Boston Celtics, but again, at this stage, right now, it's 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 a lot to wrap your head around. It's a lot to wrap your head around. It is a lot to wrap your head around, because this was a team that I was high on to be able to, because of their talent, but due to their coaching, as a major part of it, was going to be a real threat to get back to the finals, in spite of who I still who is still my pick to come out of the East. Milwaukee coming back fully healthy next year. But now, it, it, uh, it is, it is, I can't, I'm blindsided. Blindsided. I really am blindsided by all of this. And the thing that really gets me is the fact that he had everything laid up in front of him to be able to coach for a number of years and be successful for a number of years. Probably could have won a championship at one, at, at, at some point. He just threw it all away. Just threw it all away. He had the heart a heart a, he, he had a heartthrob of the nineties, I believe the nineties, eighties, nineties in nylon. Engaged to her, has a kid, 10 years old, I believe. Seemingly, they were happy. On the verge of getting back to the NBA Finals, was looked at as one of the better coaches in all of the NBA. Probably if he had left just, just on good terms, if nothing happened, if he had just stayed faithful and no, none of this was going on, probably would could have re-signed for a, a, a big contract with the Boston Celtics once his current contract was up or leave and get big bucks for an, any any team, any team that he wanted to go to. And now his coaching career is probably over. His coaching career, his coaching career is probably over after this. He's probably not going to get another job. Most likely not. It's, this is, this, we've seen the last of Ime Udoka as a coach in the NBA, I can almost guarantee it. 
at first I wasn't so sure. People I talked to before coming on and doing this show, I was still on the fence. But now, the more I'm looking at the situation, the more I'm looking at not only the backlash that the Boston Celtics are getting, but the 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 the, the amount of weight that this is going to have on Ime Udoka following him his entire career, if he even has a career anymore, I don't think he's, I think we've seen the last of him, which is a shame, but it's warranted. It's justifiable if we've seen the last of him. And so now, Boston may have to look and see, ooh, not necessarily ask the question of what are we but ask the question of now who is going to be the guy that kind of holds everybody to get the nucleus of sorts somebody a player may have to take more than just the reins of 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 on the floor of generalship now that Udoka's gone again Al Orford could take that role However, could take that role because he is a veteran. But in terms of whenever you lose a coach that has been so successful with you, and y'all and you all have built up success together, and you've nearly you nearly got to the pinnacle, there's a real bond that 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 develops amongst the team. And once that bond is severed for whatever circumstance, it can be hard for a team to get back on top to where they were. We could see a very different Boston Celtics team, all because of this one uh, drama, drama-laden uh, dilemma and firing of Udoka. It very well could see a very different Boston team coming out of the East come next year. Yes, most of the players are still there. And they just picked up Blake Griffin. So it ain't like they ain't got bodies they can put on the floor that can be cognizant, smart, and productive. It's not the issue. The issue is now you got to walk, play the entire season with over your head, hey, yo, the coach that took us to the finals got caught with his pants down and now... It's gone. That's going to be the story following the Boston Celtics going into the season and maybe for the entire season. Even despite the success that they may have. Now, again, success cures all success makes people forget. So very well, if they, if they come out playing well, okay, boom, they ain't got no problem. But that's not going to be in the immediate for the first 20 games or so, it's going to be, oh, y'all the team that your coach, your, your, your coach is a cheater. Your coach is a scoundrel. You, 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 your coach is a loose man. You, you had the old term back in the day, loose woman. He's a loose man. Your, your coach is for the streets. <laughs> some, some people may, may, want, may want to stay. <laughs> Oh, boy. But legitimately, that could be what's going on. And now, since that's the case, we can see the Boston Celtics not play up to their full potential. And I really don't like that because this team, this is a team that's hitting their stride as a 
potential dominant force in the East for years to come. And because of this one drama-related situation that they now have to try to play their way out of, it could really be bad. It could really be bad. We could see some 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 not so pretty basketball from Boston come down the line, come in the first 10, 15 games of the season. After that, hey, they may show up to ship. Or they could just come out the gate and say, okay, we're just going to overcome this by just playing our hardest from the jump. We ain't going to let no distraction stop us from getting to our ultimate goal. That could very well be the case. Well, they could not. We don't know. We just have, we have to see. But coaching changes are very severe for any organization. Any organization. A good coach can take you far. A good coach can take a bad team and and turn them into a, a, a real roadblock for anybody. That's what a good coach can do. A good coach can take a good team and take them to a championship. But a team without a good coach can turn into the Brooklyn Nets. A good team without a good coach can be the Brooklyn Nets. All the potential will get knocked out in the first round. Everything laid in front of them and then kaput. Have nothing to show for it. Nothing whatsoever. That's the mark of a... That, that's what coaches can be for an organization. Even though we understand that the players are what makes the show go. The coach is the guy that orchestrates the show. And if he can put it together, or if he's good at putting it together, that brother can take what should be a bad show into a primetime event that everybody has to say, oh, shoot, we got to take notice of this. But a good team without the requisite coach to direct said team, and I'm not saying Joe Missoula is a bad coach. I'm saying right now, I don't know what he's able to do. And if he isn't a good coach, we could see a very different Boston Celtics team. We could see a very different Boston Celtics team. Because it's easy to say, oh, just do the same thing that Udoka did. But then you got to look at it. Joe may not have the same level of respect with the players as Udoka had. Very well, very well could be the case. Some people, it's, 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 you have a coach, a guy that takes you there and you feel you can really follow. It's hard to just switch gears and say, okay, yeah, I'm going to say, just follow the same thing. A parent can tell a child something and that and another parent can tell the child the exact same thing but that same child may only listen to one of them even though both of them are telling that child what to do and that may be because that child views more favorably one parent over another why I don't know but that we've seen it happen Whether it's out of respect, out of, oh, you, I like you more because you let me do more stuff, or out of fear 
I'm going to get whooped if I don't do something. They may do something that one parent says that another parent doesn't say. Or that another parent also says, but they don't pay no mind to it. It's, it's, it's the truth. And we can see that same thing happen with these players. Again, all of this is speculation because we don't know what this season is going to be for Boston. Because now the one of the biggest constants is gone. Suspended. Indefinitely. But again, in going to be fired, I can almost guarantee so we're looking at a we are we are looking at a different Celtics team. Maybe not in terms of players, but in terms of chemistry. We could be looking at a team that may not have the same that same dog in them, at least at the start of the year, because they're trying to get over all this noise from the media. And we don't know how that affects people. We really don't. Just look at when Donald Sterling was the, was the owner of the Clippers and they had to fight that, that whole situation of him being racist and yet they're playing for him. It took a lot for them to be able to get out of that shadow and continue to play well. It did. It took a toll on that team. It, took a, it did take a toll on that team. Same thing's going to be happening here. Different situation, but same... Same, similar concept. Group players who play together who were under one guy and understood one thing now have to go and play out of a situation while still playing up to the expectations that they know are set for them and that they, and that they have for themselves. So it's hard. It's incredibly hard. Can they do it? We'll just have to see. But the biggest problem with all of this is the fact that we're not even the biggest problem. More so another problem that Boston's having. It's the fact that this backlash on the team for how they're going to handle the situation. Now that Udoka cheated, allegedly with a, you know, not allegedly, excuse me, a consensual affair with a staffer on the Celtics organization who was married to a higher-up in that same Celtics organization. How they handle, or how they're going to handle it, or rather, how they're handling right now, has been a really big argument amongst, shoot, the entire sports world, or at least the entire NBA world. It's caught the attention of everybody else outside of sports as well. Yes, they gave Ime Udoka a suspension. However, people are calling for the other woman who was involved in this relationship, where is her punishment as well? Now, some people say, oh, you know, it's, it's, you know Udoka got fired or Udoka suspended. Most likely going to be fired. Okay, cool, all is right with the world. No, it's not. No, it's not. We're right to say and ask who is the other woman and what is going to be her 
punishment. Reason being, they went ahead and put this out in the media in the first place. If the Boston Celtics had kept this quiet and didn't say anything else, and it would just, he got fired. We could have said whatever we wanted to say, and that's just that. Maybe the story comes out later on in the future, years from now, who knows? Of course, it's the internet age. We'll probably find out in about a month. But even still, whatever happens, happens. Fine. But it's the fact that the Celtics, somebody within the Celtics organization, put out there why Udoka's in hot water. And because of that, it gives us free reign as both media mo not media well, maybe media moguls. I can what's the right word? Uh media correspondents, reporters, analysts, you no, know, hopefully like myself, and fans give credence to say what the world are you gonna do about everybody who was involved? Because now you let us know that somebody else was involved. And this wasn't a situation where just one person was in the wrong. This wasn't a situation where it was not consensual. Now we're having a completely different argument. Get his butt out of there. But it should be put in jail if that's the case. Because that's a whole nother problem in and of itself. If it was a non-consensual relationship. But because it was consensual inside of the Celtics organization, we and I am fully in my right to say what is going to happen to the woman who was involved in this relationship. Now, I'm sure many of you got to see and were able to, 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 to react to the major, I guess, I'm not going to say uh, war, more so of a spat between Stephen A. and Malika Andrews and Malika Andrews and Kendrick Perkins over the fact that oh, we're blaming the woman who was involved. Or we're putting the blame on women in a situation when it should be Udoka, Udoka, Ime, I would say Ime. I don't know why I can't get his name right, but you get what I mean. While Ime Udoka's in the wrong, doesn't negate the fact that it takes two to tango. Does it not? Does it not take two people to make the dream work? It don't take one person to cheat. It takes two. Somebody else got to be there for him to cheat on or her to cheat on. Plain and simple. I'm not calling it. I'm not saying, again, I am not condoning what Udoka did. It's not what I'm doing. And that's seemingly what's getting confused with a lot of people in this situation. They're saying that, that, that in trying to put accountability at play for everybody involved, I don't care if it was a man or a woman, dog or cat, pig or gorilla. It don't matter to me. Everybody who was involved in the situation that had a part to play that was in the wrong needs to be held accountable. That's not anybody putting blame on women saying, oh, how dare you look at you. How do you, you, you I can't believe you would do this. No. If she went, and again, if the reports are correct, and this is a consensual relationship, 
that got found out for whatever reason, then that means that the woman had a part to play in this issue. And because of that, there needs to be an accountable punishment that is put towards her as well as Udoka. It has to be. And I'm not one to put people on blast for stuff, but in this specific situation, you got to be able to put others, you got to, you have to put her name out. Not to shame her, but because of the fact that if you were there in the first, what, day or two of when this whole story broke earlier in the week, you saw that everybody was dragging who, who anybody who was a woman that was on the Boston Celtics staff dragging them through the mud. You saw that. You saw that, oh, if she's bad and if she's on the staff, oh, he had to he had to cheat on now along with her. That's what happened on Twitter, Instagram. Everybody was just accusing everybody because of how vague and 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 and, and not direct. Woj's, I believe it was Woj, yeah, it was Woj, and Shams. But all the reports, a lot of reports that came out initially, nobody had anything to say in terms of concrete who the world was involved in what. So we were just left speculating over everybody. And that put a lot of the other women in the crossfire for stuff that they didn't have no, nothing to do with. And so because of that, Putting the woman's name out there allows uh, negates anybody else that's not involved in the situation to potentially be roped in to said situation. It ain't fair for the woman on the staff who didn't have anything to do with any of the cheating allegations, not allegations, confirmations that Udoka did to be thrown under the bus by the public eye all because nobody knows who did what. Again, if it was not consensual, then okay, keep it private. That's fine. That they were forced against their will. Was not wanted. Keep it private. Udoka did was in the wrong. He's getting punished. Don't expose the name of the woman. That's fine. Absolutely fine. No problems with that at all. But because she wanted to be in this relationship, that's the key factor in all of this. She wanted to be in this relationship. She was okay with this happening if the reports are correct as they came out, which is all I can go off of. Everything that I know right now, she came, she wanted to be in a relationship. They were in a relationship together. Knowing that he would, that Udoka was already in a relationship with Nia Long, and all of this transpired behind the mystery woman's husband, behind his back, who was working for Boston. All of that was in the woman's mind because it's consensual. Okay, yeah, let's do it. That's what she said. That's what she said. That's not me speculating. That's fact. She said she was okay with that. 
She said she was okay with cheating. She was all right and gung-ho with being in this relationship with Udoka, who was already in a relationship while she was married. Consensual. Willing to do this. That was what she did. So because of that, and it gets found out, yes, put her name out there. Because you already said, as, as Boston, you've already said that Udoka was in a relationship and was cheating on Nylon with somebody on staff and violated company policy. That's what you all said. That's what you all said. If y'all hadn't said anything, we wouldn't have a, we wouldn't have anything to say except just to speculate as to why he's fired. But because you said that he was cheating and was in a relationship and violating company policy, you have to put the woman who also violated company policy. Since it is reported by Boston that it was consensual, she as well broke the rules and cheated on her husband. Hence, she is in the blatant wrong. So put her name out there since you already put out that Udoka was in a relationship and don't let all these other women who didn't have anything to do with anything had to face the backlash of the entire NBA world accusing them of getting with a, getting with the head coach. Now you got all these people, oh, you can't trust women. Oh, they, 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 all these women are scum of the earth. Oh, I can't believe this, uh, this, that, and the third, yada, 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 all that mess. You're putting these women that, are that had nothing to do with it in unnecessary firing range. They're getting hit with strays. They're getting hit with stray bullets. And they ain't got no gun. And it's like, I'm just here to do my job. Why am I all of a sudden getting harassed on Twitter or Instagram? Makes no sense. These types of reports, when you put out stuff, you got to go all the way. You have to go all the way. You have to go all the way when it comes to this type of stuff. Because there's more collateral damage than, is, than just the immediate party or the biggest name in whatever the drama is. And on top of that, as an organization, you also now are held accountable if you're Boston to treat everybody in that under the name and banner of the Boston Celtics the same way when they mess up. You have to. It can't be no Udoka's getting all this heat and then the woman doesn't get anything. That's not just. That's not right. That sends a signal that this can potentially happen again because I won't be at fault if somebody else chooses to think that same way as this mystery woman. Guess what? That's what can happen. And so, again, the whole reason why I'm demanding all of this information is because of the fact that they put out this information. 
but didn't follow all the way through. You as an organization have the responsibility that when somebody goes against the code of conduct of under your name, you've got to handle it. You have to, everybody who's involved in it. Because they're carrying the, 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 they're carrying the name of your organization on their back. And if they're doing that, I don't care if they're big or small. Every action that they do represents the team, the brand. And when you misrepresent the brand, it hurts the brand. And when you hurt the brand, you lose money. And you know you don't want to lose money. If you're an organization, you know you don't want to lose money. Oh, you know, that's the last thing that you want to do is lose money. That's the last thing you want to do is lose money. So because of that, why would you not mitigate the collateral damage of everybody in your organization or every woman in your organization getting spitfire at for stuff they ain't do? Instead of just reporting who all was involved. Plain and simple. So ain't no keeping integrity. Of saying, oh, we don't want to expose her and, and put her under a lot of stress. Well, if that's the case, and you should you should have just said that Udoka was fired and then leave it at that. If that's the case. If that was the case, and you should have said Udoka was fired and due to a Due, due, due to a violation of, 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 of team rules and code of conduct of the Boston Celtics, Ime Udoka has been fired. Wishing best in future, future endeavors. We'll be looking to get a new coach. Plain and simple. That's all you had to do. But because you went out and said, hey, this was, he, was, he was cheating with somebody in-house. And whoever was in-house was okay with it and it was consensual. So they were they were okay with the plan. So this was no one. This wasn't no force, nothing. Because you said that, well, now we got to ask, well, who is it? Because if he violated code of conduct, she did too. We want names because we deserve names because you all put out the information. And this isn't a situation where names need to be classified, nor should they be classified in this specific situation. It's not blame. It's accountability. Get plain and simple. This is accountability. If this wasn't consensual, different story. Because it's consensual, who did it? Who did he do it with? And what are you going to do about both of them? Ain't no protecting nothing. Ain't no protecting nothing. Just because she may not have the, as big of a name as Emei Udoka. It don't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The fact that you now put it out as a consensual relationship means somebody else in your organization was on board with this from the jump. They wholeheartedly and knowingly, while married to somebody within your organization, went and 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 went about going through with this whole concocted plan of yeah, I'm gonna have an affair. With somebody who's got power in the Boston Celtics organization. Yeah. This ain't grounds to keep it quiet. No, 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 no. Of 
or at least if you don't put out the name, you need to say what's going to happen to said woman. If you want to keep her anonymous, you ain't got to give me a name. If you don't want to just give me what the punishment is. Cause we got to see that there's consistency throughout the entire organization. This isn't blame on women. This isn't blame to say that, Oh, the woman, you know, it's her fault. No, it's both of their faults. And both should be held accountable. Because this isn't a one-side situation. We have to know that everybody who was involved in said situation is going to get handled like they should in said situation by the organization. The standard has to be kept. It just has to be. Because there isn't an excuse. It's not an excuse. Not trying to sound mean or harsh or brash. But I understand what this can do to an organization. In terms of, some people don't live it down. People still talk about Donald Sterling because of what happened. They still associate him with the Clippers. And anybody's trying to do everything to get him disassociated. That's a blotch. It's a major blotch on this Clippers overall brand. They'll never live that down. They'll get away from him, but it's, it's a part of him. And this is a part of the Boston Celtics, especially in the immediate. They're not going to live that down. So you got to handle this accordingly. And probably, again, none of this would be getting as much traction if they never said anything other than Udoka got fired because he violated company policy. Okay. But since you since you went out and said what exactly he did, now do we have a right and a necessity to understand who else was involved, or at least at the least, if not who else, what's going to be done to the other wrongful party? And the woman who also violated company policy by cheating on his, or whatever, by violating whatever the word of company policy is, whether it's dating or otherwise, in the organization, as well as for nothing else, cheating on a higher up in the Boston Celtics with the head coach of the Boston Celtics. The higher-up being the husband of said woman. So yes, it sounds harsh, but it's it's just what it needs to be. The woman should be held accountable. If not, if we don't give get the name, fine. You give me the punishment. And I'm gonna be on my merry way. But you ain't got you can't keep it quiet. You can't keep you can't keep just just punish her. In secret, you can't do that. After you put out Udoka and everything is going on with him, you can't do that. You can't do that. As an organization, you can't do that. We're going to keep asking questions about the woman. Either we're going to ask, who is she or what did you do about her? It ain't right for you to put out the one person that's involved and not the other person. It ain't right. I don't care if the roles were reversed. I don't care if the roles were reversed. 
and Udoka was the staffer. She was the player, and Udoka was married to a higher up in, in the Boston Celtics, and the woman was the head coach. I do not care. It wouldn't make a difference to me. The mystery woman would, the mystery woman would just become the mystery man. And guess what? I said the exact same thing. If you don't give us a name about who did it and what you're going to do about it, then you at least need to give us what you're going to do about it for both of them. It's a two-way street, and this needs to be rectified as such. Plain and simple. I'm not making it hard, because it's not hard. It ain't gender politics or nothing like that. This is just straight-up factual evidence. This is how stuff is done. Everybody involved in the party has a punishment coming towards them. If you're gonna let one of, if you're gonna let it known about one of them, you gotta let it be known about all of them. If you didn't want that happening, you didn't want these questions asked, you should have just kept it quiet. Should should have just kept it quiet and mysterious. Let it come out on its own as to why stuff happened. You got Matt Barnes saying it's it's, it's worse than we thought, and all this stuff. That's fine. It can be as severe as it, as, it, as, as it wants to be. Fact of the matter is, if you, if you had just said we released him because of X, Y, Z, because of some sort of policy he broke, and left it at that, we wouldn't have had this conversation. But because you didn't, now we're having this conversation. And now we have a problem. Now we have an issue. Now we have a, a, a dilemma. Are you going to cave? Are you going to keep getting badgered by these questions all year long? Because people are still going to ask it. People are still going to ask, you know, who she is or what did you do about her? They're going to. It's just the truth. It's just the truth. You might have to go on and put out what her punishment is now. Or at least put out a statement of all parties involved will be dealt with accordingly within the organization. But it's justified for us to ask who the other person is that was involved in the situation. Or at minimum, what is the other person's punishment going to be? Because it's not right to put out what Doka got and to not put out what the other person got. Or not punish the other person at all when the woman was also in violation of company policy. And should be punished accordingly. Because of said violation of company policy. We, we'll sit back and we'll see if something ever comes out. But if it doesn't, I'm going to say the Celtics dropped the ball. Because I don't care who, what, how, when, or where. I don't care who you are, what you do, how long you've been doing it, when you started, or where you're working at. Accountability across the board has to be consistent. It has to be consistent. It has to be consistent. I don't care who's involved in whatever situation. It has to be consistent. If you don't put out the name of one in this specific situation, if you don't put out the name of one, then you don't put out the name of the other. 
Cool. If you give a vague reason for why something is going on, cool. But when you get in depth and you say the punishment of one, now don't be surprised, angry, upset, or get an attitude when I and everybody else who wants to be fully informed ask, okay, we got what his punishment is. What's going to be the other person's punishment? What's going to be her punishment? Whoever this person is, what's going to be her punishment? Because if she gets off the hook, that's not right. And if he got off the hook, that's not right either. Both people got to have something happen. Both people got to get fired. Or both people got to get suspended. Or both people got to get whatever the other person got. Because it was consensual. If it wasn't consensual, we're not having this conversation. But because two people decided to make this thing happen and decided to cheat with each other on their respective relationship partners as well as violating whatever the world of company policy is on relationships in the organization or whatever company policy they violated, guess what? Both get the same punishment. It's not hard. Because this isn't a situation where one is more severe than the other. Both of them literally did the exact same thing. Both of them worked together to do the same thing. Both of them worked together to cheat. Hence, both of them should be punished accordingly. At the same level. At the exact same level. It's not hard. It's just what's been done and it's what should be done consistently today. There ain't no playing favorites. There ain't no holding one person in higher esteem than the other. I don't care less whether he was a head coach or he was a bummy coach. I don't care if he won a championship or if he lost every game. If he was the first coach to go 82-0, I would. I could care less. If he, was, if he won back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, if he three-peated in Boston, I could care less. Whatever punishment he gets, the woman should get too. And if the roles were reversed, the, both of them should still get the same punishment. Does not matter to me. Does not matter to me. Because both of them were in the wrong. Both of them are in the wrong. Both of them wanted to be in the wrong. That's the thing. There's no condoning this. There's no condoning any of this. Both of them wanted to be in the wrong together. So because of that, both of them should be punished together. But we just had to see, wait and see. What exactly is going to transpire when it comes to the future of Boston, the future of Ime Odoka, and whatever the punishment is going to be for the woman, if she gets punished, which she should get punished, just as harsh as Udoka got. No questions asked. Because it was consensual. That leaves out that, 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 that consensual aspect negates a lot of leeway for how this situation should be handled. That cuts off a whole plethora of things as to how this situation should be handled. You chose to do this. You wanted to do this. You were A-OK on board with cheating with the head coach of the Boston Celtics. 
while in the organization, while married to somebody higher up in the same organization. Yeah, there, I, I, unless something else comes out, to my knowledge, if that's all that we get and that's all that happened, if that's everything, if that is everything right now that we know and that stays all that we know and nothing else comes out, oh, yeah, no, there's no excuse. There's no excuse whatsoever. She should be gone if she's going to be gone. He should be fired if he's going to be fired. And whatever punishment, how severe, Udoka gets, she gets too. That's how it should be. That's how it needs to be. For consistency within the workplace, in the organization. Just because somebody's a bigger name doesn't mean that they should get worse punishment. Uh-uh. If it's bad for them, whoever accomplished with them, bad for them too. And in this situation, there ain't no different levels of, of severity of wrong. Now, both of them are right there. Because both of them said, let's do this. Both of them said it. Both of them said, let's do it. So I, 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 there's, I can't justify anything else other than whatever, one, whatever the max is for one is the max for the other. And we keep it just like that. Keep it just like that. But moving on for the last topic of the day, the NBA is back again. Clap it up for the NBA. We are so glad that it's back. I've been waiting for this for a long time. Please, it started. Yes, actually, I think it started today. And the Washington Wizards played against the Golden State Warriors in Tokyo, Japan. And my goodness, my goodness, James Meisman went off. That's the biggest news story. It's not the fact that they won 86 to 8, or excuse me, 96 to 87. No, it's the fact that James Wiseman came and blew up in this game. This brother went, had 20 points, 9 boards, 8 for 11 from the field, and dumped all over Washington. See, this is what I hate about the, about the, the not, not the Wizards. Excuse me, I care less about the Wizards. This is what I hate about the Warriors. It's the fact that every time I think they're about to just go under, they somehow come back and get better. Did it make no sense? When they tanked and lost everything, everybody was hurt. Katie was hurt. Steph had to carry everything. Clay Thompson was gone. And then they got knocked out in the, playoff, in the play-in tournament. I was like, okay, fine. This is it. Finally, Dynasty is over. We get to see some new matchups in the NBA. But no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. All of a sudden, all they had to do is just sneak their grubby little hands on a top pick and get James Wiseman. Now, they're looking at it now. Back at a powerhouse. Just won a championship. Give, gave Steph his fourth ring, and his first finals MVP. And now they're back with a vengeance with a center. The one position that the Warriors did not have as a key asset for that team. The one thing that they constantly lacked at for the entirety of their dynasty was a big man. Bump Andrew Bogut. Bump Kevin Looney. Andrew Bogut was... Good when he was good, but he was old when he got there. Wasn't really a big factor on that team. Draymond Green played the majority of center minutes when Andrew Booker was on the squad. Yes, he did. Kevon Looney, who's gotten better. I've given him his props. Still don't like him as a player. I don't think he's all that great, but I'll concede that he's average. I'll concede that he's average. 
That's the most I ever can see. That's the most I think of him in Kevon Looney. Average. That's it. The best thing that they've ever had was average. Or excuse me. The best playing center that they've ever had was average. When they got DeMarcus Cousins, who would have been the best center that they've ever had, what happened? Boom. Injury. And then another injury. They're never the same. Then they trade this by the way. So they've never had a good, healthy center in the entirety of their dynasty. And now, what are we seeing? They have a good, healthy center going into the season. But it can somewhat spread the floor. Is a is a nimble, big, strong center with a great wingspan that can defend the paint and score consistently on the inside. Which is the one thing I've never said about centers that play for the Warriors. Nobody can score on the inside. If you are a center on the Warriors, guess what? You ain't gonna do nothing. Except get boards and pass it back out. That's it. That is it. That's all you have been. If you're a center on the Golden State Warriors, that's been your role. And you've been always the detriment of Golden State in spite of all the other assets that they have. That's the one thing I can hang my hat on. Oh, you get a good team that has some big men. Oh, you you better hope and pray that the Bucks weren't the ones that played the Warriors, at least during that playoff run. I kept saying, if the Warriors play against the Bucks. They're going to die because he will eat Draymond Green alive and put Kevon Looney on a stretcher. There's, if y'all had trouble guarding Nikola Jokic when there was not one other player viable on that team, when it was a literal one-man show and y'all couldn't stop him, don't let Giannis play against y'all and he gets with all the help that he has. Don't let that happen. He will run. He will single-handedly win a championship against Golden State. I was hoping and praying that that was going to happen if if the Warriors did get to the finals. Hoping and praying. Hoping and praying. I wish it happened. Because then you what? Boston Golden State wouldn't have won that ring. I stand by that, and I'm gonna keep on standing by that. Golden State wouldn't have won that if that was Giannis. Because guess what? That ain't happening. You ain't stopping him. Ain't no wall. You you can't put a wall against him now. I guarantee he would have ran him up. And not only would it would it have been a lot closer, Warriors probably I I'd stand on this. Warriors would have lost if they had played against the Bucks. I stand on it. Because the one thing that they did not have, out of everything that they did have was interior defense. Good gosh, he didn't have that. And I love Robert Williams and Al Horford, but they are not Giannis Antetokounmpo. Good, great. You are talking about Giannis and Brooke Lopez down low. Brooke Lopez able to spread the floor and Giannis just barreling down. If not Brooke Lopez, excuse me, Bobby Porters. Being able to spread the floor and then Giannis barreling down. What are you going to do? Nothing. They had no way to stop him. Wouldn't have had a way to stop him. But now, they have a legitimate center. I'm not saying he can stop Giannis, but I'm saying they have a legitimate, defensively sound center that can also 
do things on the offensive end outside of just lobs and an occasional post-up. This is what the Warriors have been missing for a number of years. And now that he's healthy, he's gotten bigger, he took that time from, I believe, injury and put that towards getting size, strength, dexterity, flexibility. The butter looks agile, coordinated, and his legitimate scoring option. He can be their number three. He can it can be it can be Curry, Clay, and James Wiseman as the top three scorers on that team. And a, wait, what is he? Seven foot, six eleven, that can score like that and be able to defend as well. It's that's a that's a scary, that is horrifying. That is horrifying. The whole league needs to be on notice. The entire league needs to be on notice. Everybody needs to be scared. Because if they come back healthy and stay healthy throughout the season, yes, they lost Gary Payton Jr. Yes, they lost Juan Toscano Anderson. Yeah, they lost some pieces. Still, overall, they're still a championship team. Still a championship team. Still got a top five player in the NBA, in Steph. Got one of the best duos in the NBA. Got one of the best systems in the NBA. Are versatile, have multiple scores. Unselfish, they have everything. Now they have legitimate, dominant, well, I'm not going to say dominant yet, but we'll just say for the time, legitimate interior presence on both sides of the floor. That is scary for any team. Good gosh, I hope they don't find a way to get it together. Because if they find a way to, to gel, which most likely they will, this team is going to be horrifying to play against. It's going to be horrifying to play against. Terrifying to play against. Because now you got somebody else that can, that can carry the, the defensive load for Draymond Green, and then offset Draymond Green's lack of offensive ability down low. It's perfect. Absolutely perfect. I wouldn't be surprised if people said they were favorites to win the championship again. Many people are. Many people are. And I don't blame them for it. Me, I'm still running with the Bucks, but that's still the Warriors right now I can look at them and say, yeah, they're probably the second best team that I would have winning a championship. Probably. I I can safely hang my hat on that. Right now, with this James Wiseman, coupled with Kaminga, just coupled with Moses Moody, coupled with adding Dante DiVincenzo, all of this stuff, on this team makes this team lethal. Lethal. This team is this this is a squad that can really, really go. It can really go. They've already got the championship experience. Now they just they got a taste of what it's like to win. And now all the young players are hungry for more. And the older players just want to keep the consistency. 
Can they do it? We'll have to see. But I'm pretty sure they're going to be able to do it. They're going to be able to do it soundly. This team is going to be a, a, a strike fear to everybody, regardless of conference. Regardless of conference. East or West, this team is one of the best. Doesn't matter. I make I make dare say the East goes through. Excuse me. I made dare say that the Western Conference goes through Golden State. Not just because they won a championship, but because they are outright right now. In my estimation, it's hard for me to pick another team in the West that's better than them. I want to say the Nuggets, but I need to. See, I, but again, with this, with adding this Wiseman. Coupled with what I think they're going to do in terms of putting Jonathan Kaminga into the lineup more. And how they're going to run their offensive rotation. I don't think they're going to be better than them. Plus, I need to see how Jamal Murray is coming back. And Michael Porter Jr. coming back. Definitely ain't going to say the Lakers. Unless they make some monumental move. Like trading their first round picks for Buddy Heald and Miles Turner with Russell Westbrook. I don't know why they won't pull the trigger on that. Now they got Dennis Schroeder. I'll gladly take Dennis Schroeder over, over Russell Westbrook. For this team, yes, Russell Westbrook is a better player than Dennis Schroeder. But on this team, Dennis Schroeder fits better. And since Westbrook seemingly doesn't want to run the bench lineup, yeah. It's time for him to go. Unless they do that trade and they get Miles Turner, Anthony Davis, Buddy Heald, LeBron, and Schroeder as a starting five for this team. And then fill out the roster with whoever else they want to fill it out with. Or excuse me, along with Juan Descano Anderson. Along with Lonnie Walker Jr., who I really, really like along with the other youth that they've added onto the team, which they've been owed for a long time. Unless they do that move, no, I don't think they compete. And it pains me to say it. Not even Lakers fan. I just want to see LeBron have a, have something to look forward to outside of just breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record for points and breaking Mike Magic Johnson's record for assists in the same season. Which, stupid. I can't believe that's happening. I can't believe I'm going to be able to witness it. That's incredible. But outside of those two accomplishments, I would like to see him, you know, go for a championship. But hey, it's stupid. In terms of Lakers management, they've done a terrible job right now. Done a terrible job of putting the team around them that they need to. Yes, LeBron chose Westbrook. Yes, this is on him. But in terms of management pulling the trigger to make the moves that they need to, hey, they should have been ahead and already made it. If I remember correctly, there was a report that said LeBron said, okay, yeah, you can go on and trade him. You can go on and trade the picks. That's fine. So he gave the okay. You got the okay from Led GM, as many people call him. And he still won't, and they still won't do it. You ain't got no future. There's no future. Your future isn't going to be with Anthony Davis. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? The Lakers think they're going to be able to build around Anthony Davis as injury prone as he is. No. Absolutely not. 
Absolutely not. No, you don't have a future. You don't have a future. Your future is now. This is what you built up for. Getting to the finals more than once. That's what you built up for. And you threw it all away. But the Lakers ain't going to make no noise. It's not. There's no really any other team that I can see really giving the Warriors a run for their money outside of, at least in the Western Conference, outside of the Nuggets. It really isn't. You want to see Memphis? They need to make more moves. I don't think what they got right now, presently constructed, can make a real impact on them being able to beat Golden State, especially now, even though as scrappy as they are, especially now that they have a legitimate big man in James Wiseman. And by legitimate, I mean good. Not average, good big man in James Wiseman. In place of Kevon Looney. That can do a lot more on the offensive end and be a better, in my opinion, going to be a better defensive player. All around, just better. I don't see them being able to compete. I don't think there's anything that they can do to get over the hump of Golden State with how they're presently constructed right now. They need a second star. Ja needs a second star. If Ja doesn't get a second star, he ain't getting out the second round. Or even the first round, if they got to play against Golden State early. So I don't see the road to a championship for the Western Conference goes through Golden State. If you don't agree with it, then you just don't know basketball. Clearly, this is a team that hasn't made hasn't made for a number of years. And in the East, their best competition is going to be a healthy Bucks team. It's not going to be Chicago. It may be Philly, but we're going to have to see if they can actually bring it all together. If they can actually make a run at the finals. Instead of having us running on hopes and dreams. Back over to the West. I can't say Dallas is going to make a big thing. Because I still need to see Luca have more. Christian Wood seems like a great pickup. He ain't going to be enough to get over that hump. Even with as good as Luca is. He needs more. At least in my estimation right now. So by all accounts, it seems like outside, for me, outside of the Bucks, Golden State's got the best shot at winning a championship. And if you have them as the best team in the NBA, I am not going to fight you. I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to fight you at all. Just well may be right. Just well may be right. This team is, is looking like it's going to be lethal. I get that it's preseason. But I'm not looking at what everybody else is doing on the team. I'm looking at what the players I didn't get to see make noise, make noise now. That's what I'm looking at. I need to see if James Wiseman right now is moving well, moving with confidence, playing with confidence, and playing to his size. And if he's doing that, be afraid. That's all I got to say. Be afraid. Be incredibly, be incredibly afraid. Be 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 fearful 
if you gotta face this team. Because if they get going, who it's gonna be hard to stop. But this has been another episode of the World to Point. I've been your host, Jean-Luc Welch. Thank you so much for watching the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and about, I believe, every major platform that you can find. So yes, share the show. Play it over and over and over again. Put it on repeat. Share with everybody that you know. Share with your coworkers, your boss. Share with some sponsors. Ooh, let me get some revenue so we can make this show better for you. So, <laughs> so again, thank you so much. Leave a like on the video. Comment your thoughts and opinions. If you're on YouTube, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Give me a follow on Twitter. And, 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 and yeah, on Twitter, put myself down below so you can keep up with everything that I, I comment on and follow on as the sports world evolves and changes. But this has been the Watch Report. I've been your host, John Watch. Peace and love. We are out of here. <laughs>